0: Welcome to Clicking Balls, this is AFL Round 12 all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, you've got a highlight of the week past.
1: Yeah, it's um, one thing with the uh, popularity of UFC and things like that. Yeah. Um, you get a lot of celebrity fans, and it's good to see them getting passionate. Like, you see Shaq there quite often. I saw um, Arnie
0: on some yeah, trips recently. Arnie
1: fucking loves it. Um, some of them are ones you don't quite expect, or some of them are trying a little hard. Okay. Uh, this week we saw Justin Bieber uh, call out to Dana White, saying he wants to fight Tom Cruise in the optagon. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tom Cruise is fifty six, and Bieber's twenty five. I'm on Tom Cruise here.
0: Yeah, hang on. is Bieber twenty five? Is he really twenty five? I'm pretty sure. Wow. Phil's well, yeah. I I'll, you could have told me thirty. I went yeah. He'd be, be about that now. I, I mean, I could Google it, but uh, I, I'm not going, I won't. No, yeah, I don't no. want that on my search history. No, no, I'd rather have all the dodgy porn that's there than that one. But Justin Bieber. Well, I mean, he's pretty much a you know. But I mean, wanna be a lesbian anyway. <laughs> like I, I don't understand. No, I, I know why he's trying to pick Tom Cruise. He's just trying to pick somebody, but... What's in it for Tom Cruise?
1: Oh, he gets to whoop Justin Bieber's ass in front
0: of a load of people. Yeah, but I mean, he's got a trillion dollars. Um, it's just, there's nothing to gain for him. I
1: really <laughs> want to see it, though. I think Tom Cruise would be a mad motherfucker.
0: I mean, if Wesley Snipes isn't going to fight Joe Rogan, we're not going to see Bieber well, v. Cruise. Yeah, let's be honest. Joe Rogan, you're fucking hiding.
1: Um, but that actually... Uh, brought me to a thing like if that got ahead, who would you have on the undercard? Because I would fucking love to see Joey Diaz and Chris Brown.
0: It's CM Punk, <laughs> Justin Bieber, uh,
1: Joey Diaz, Chris Brown—that'd be fucking fun. Uh,
0: Joey Karate, oh, either or, yeah, get him in. Get you know, Joey Karate in for sure. Joey Karate versus uh, Ari um, uh, Shafir—that'd be great. <laughs> you could have um, open weight, obviously. Have. Have
1: Joe Rogan versus all of the Hansen brothers. <laughs> simultaneously. <laughs> fuck it, they can Voltron together and form someone.
0: Yeah, why not? Um you could have the Spice Girls in a five way Quinn I don't know what you call a five way match, but yeah. Fatal five way. I'm pretty sure that's how porn starts. Yeah, I'm probably close to it.
1: And look, it's—I think it's a fair bit of overlap in that Venn diagram for I mean, UFC fans and porn fans, so that yeah, works.
0: Um, it's celebrities actually getting into the cage hasn't really happened that much in the past, and I don't think there's really much more for it to. to Jose go ahead. Canseco, that yeah. was fucking hilarious. Yeah, well, he—I he, guess he did double in. I, I don't really know if you count CM Punk as a celebrity turned fighter, but uh. yes, yeah,
1: I—I think anyone who changes sport after thirty. You're not going to have success. I, I mean, I not can't. Nowadays. I can't think of one
0: in Kimbo, the in Kimbo the modern era. Kimbo Slice <laughs> nearly literally died in the wing in the ring.
1: Well, he, anyway. he was wasn't really changing sport. He was just <laughs> no, he's picking a sport. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just had a rule book. Oh, yeah. um, but, uh, I can't think of any other. He, and if Michael Jordan can fuck up baseball, well, you know he. he
0: didn't do hideously bad, but... He played minor leagues, and I think he batted at 200 or something. Yeah, like
1: considering that. he was the healthiest bloke to ever go through that league.
0: Well, when he bought the bus, so yep. that he could be more comfortable traveling. Yeah. Anyway, that's what gambling gets your kids.
1: Yeah. Actually, random other thing. You know what I saw um, the other day? Um, the lad loves Transformers, as, as
0: most kids do. Yep, yep.
1: Um, there's a special edition Nike Transformer.
0: Nike. Transforms into a shoe. Great. Fucking well, literally, a shoe. Isn't it, this is almost like uh, out of the Tom Hanks movie, Big. Remember when they had the Transformer <laughs> that transformed into a building? Yeah. Um, yeah, a shoe. Great. A fucking shoe. And I'm like, look, that's one of those
1: things where there might be some collectors, although I don't imagine Transform collectors and uh, NBA fans have a lot of uh, overlap, but maybe they do. I don't fucking know. It's it's the
0: nerd era. Well, I guarantee you, Transformer collector is a thing.
1: Without yeah, a doubt. I, I can yeah. absolutely be assured
0: of that. But I
1: I just... Don't see the...
0: Mass appeal. No, The purpose? Yeah. it's uh, Well, you know, when somebody pays you money to do the, the tie-in or the, the crossover, you just do it. It doesn't make sense, but it doesn't matter because the money's already in there. Yeah. Much like the AFL going to China. It, the money's the important part.
1: Well, you know, you never really know with China because they can say what they fucking want. And no one can yeah. fact-check it. But they did say there's like a couple of hundred thousand kids running around playing AFL now. Now, whether they're just kicking a footy uh, because there's a they're being they told one. to... Like they, they have it as their version of um, Mufti Day at school. I don't know. Could be. Um, or there could be a whole government department raising <laughs> breeds of uh, hard nosed midfielders <laughs> to come over and take over the sport.
0: Well, it'd be good if they were all, you know, off the same breeding chain as Yao Ming because then they all have a basketball background. They're well, starting in a perfect spot. Yeah. That's how they do it. All right, we may as well get into the footy because there's only six games uh, to talk about uh, from last weekend, this week coming, um, and I uh, know there were some interesting results over the weekend. I took a battering in my tips again. Um, starting off on Friday night, I picked Geelong, but I didn't pick them by seventy.
1: Well, the problem is Friday night games in tipping comps, you have to pick the margin. Yeah, uh, I have got this tip, did not get the fucking
0: margin. Well, it's funny because um, I do tipping on two different sites, so on uh, the ESPN Footy Tips plus the AFL. The AFL is the one I care about because that's the one that the office tipping and the money's on. Mm. Uh, in the footy tipping app, I don't care about, and I usually forget, um, and I do it you know five minutes before the game. And I got on the footy tipping app, I got the margin spot on because I just do the flick, oh, you know, ah, uh, lands there sixty seven, fair enough. where well, you go. But um, Geelong, I think the margin was slightly larger than the game suggested, especially in the first quarter. Richmond um, dominated uh, possession just couldn't put it on the scoreboard. And I've got to say, a lot of that is not only you know, Geelong were defending well, but uh, Tom Lynch was fucking useless.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the jury's still out on Tom Lynch. I, I want to be nice to the lad because, fuck it. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm feeling for the lad now. Um, he's not getting the pure delivery that he expected with Koch and Dusty and those guys. No. He doesn't have a second uh, focal point in revolt to take the yeah. best defender out.
0: He can't jump. He can't jump. He, yeah. He's not leaping into packs, which obviously you know he's been out for a year before uh, before the season, mm-hmm. so he's obviously got injury concerns there. But it's hampering his game because his natural game is to leap at the ball. Yeah,
1: I mean to be fair, Ben Brown's not a high leaper either, but he does manage no, to. But he at the is top. A,
0: he's a leading forward yeah. as opposed to Lynch, who isn't a leading forward. Maybe he should be. Well, you've got to develop the second part of your game when your first you know when Plan A's gone out the window.
1: Yeah, and I'm just saying maybe Lynch needs to take the long fucking run up, uh, have a crack at that. Um, start from, you know, back pocket when he's having his shot at goal from 25 hours.
0: Now, he's got to get the ball first. That's his problem, um, getting the ball. Yeah.
1: Well, he got a couple of free kicks to to get to it. I think half his goals have come from free kicks.
0: I wouldn't surprise him at all. See, that's a funny thing. I don't reckon he's been that impressive this year. Um, he's still like fifth in the Coleman or something like that, um, which I, I don't know if that's because he's had a lot of easy ones from free kicks, if that's what you're suggesting, or it's just we have a dearth of... Uh, big goal scorers across the league at the minute?
1: I think it's a bit of both. I mean, you're looking at a a season where there are a few small forwards averaging three goals a game, and that's good enough for the Coleman. Yeah. Um, If you can kick uh, a couple of bags here and there, you're probably going to win it. Um, Jeremy Cameron obviously being the favourite at the moment, but... Well, I don't know. Lynch uh, Lynch isn't someone... I'm rating highly, but I don't want to put a line through him just no.
0: yet. At the other end of the game, I reckon Tommy Hawkins is favourite for, my favourite for the Coleman. I think he's kicked four goals now five games in a row, including this one. Um, and if you watch Geelong games, um, he's he's kicking four goals. He could kick six or seven if he wanted to. Yeah, He's being very generous with his teammates. He's not concerned at all. Um, but that's just the way Geelong are going at the moment. They're just relaxed.
1: Hmm. Um. Cochin had an injury concern out of this game too, didn't he? Yeah, so he won't be playing
0: next week. Yeah, um, a little hammy again.
1: Yeah, so they they've been so lucky for so long, but this year it's all they've just been to, slammed. Yeah. It's which, all come to roost. You know, if you're going to pick which line you're going to be in, one that gets yep. you a flag, that's, that's one of five. my
0: favourite sayings. The thing about a premiership hangover is you got to have the premiership first. But it's amazing, Geelong now. are, What are they? Uh, one and uh, sorry, uh, eleven and one, or is it tw- yeah, eleven and one because we're around twelve. 11-1, um, and one, and I think somebody posted during the week that, uh, with their percentage, that's the fifth best start to a season since uh, the AFL era. Um, you know, and this is on par with probably 08 was their most dominant um, regular season. Hmm. I still don't feel like this side is as dominant as that 08 side.
1: No, I think because, I think in '08 they had a whole lot of hard nut ball getters. Yeah. Um,
0: well, they're blowing everybody off the park. Yeah.
1: And- and they were scaring people. They were yeah. physically intimidating. And you had, you know, Scarlett in the back line just destroying forwards' confidence yeah. uh, without a word being spoken. I've never heard him speak. Yeah. I don't know that he can. I like think yeah. he just frowns at shit. Um, Cameron Ling, who didn't care about what he looked like. Uh, so he didn't and care right. about how much he messed you up. Rightly so. Well, maybe he did care. Didn't have much fucking choice in the matter.
0: But it just it seems like they are on paper dominating as much as they were back in that, um, you know, uh, 07 to uh, 2011 uh, period. But it just doesn't feel like they are. And I think it is because they are they've they've got another gear to go to. I think they can actually play better than what they currently are. Yeah. They're doing um well enough to win by you know forty, fifty each week.
1: Um and any team that's got Dangerfield, um Kelly, Selwood, yeah. You know, you should be pretty fucking happy with it. And obviously uh, old Mate Ablett
0: can well, play a bit. That's a funny thing. Selwood's probably their tenth best player at the minute. You know, because uh, you're right, you got uh, Paddy and uh, um, Mitch Duncan, Tim Kelly, uh, Tom Stewart's been dominating down back. Uh, even um, Blitzarves is uh, doing his job in the yeah. full back line as well. Who the fuck calls that kid Grian? Yeah, yeah. I'd say the young lads, uh, even the ones that didn't get a game in this one, like Constable, um, they're still going well. Um, they're recycled, Dow House. Dow House is doing his job. Uh, Rowan is uh, chiming in here and there. So, they've got winners all over the park, and that's the main thing. I mean, they've got, uh, you know, winners up forward, down back, and in the guts. Um, And that's why, like, it's. I I can't see how they lose a game from here on in.
1: Yeah, I I think they've got a couple of out and out superstars, but their average is still very good. Yeah, exactly. But players that, you know, people outside the squad don't really pay attention to are still.
0: Well, their first year players are being talked about. Yeah. You know, that's amazing. They come straight in and straight into uh, the the best 22.
1: Yeah, although I have heard. Kelly's told you long to leave him alone for a bit. Don't talk about next year, which, uh, you know, to me says he's probably pretty keen on leaving. <laughs> well, he, I mean, he was pretty keen on leaving last he, year.
0: He tried his damn best, <laughs> but even if he doesn't, his price is just rising by the week. Oh, shit, yeah.
1: Um, he's leading in the coaches award, and to be fair, he should be in the conversation for Brownlow at the moment. Well, he, he must be. He has to be.
0: Um, the, the funny thing is, like, if he, heaven forbid, had a season ending injury right now, would do nothing to uh, hamper his price.
1: And it'd stop it rising, that's about it.
0: <laughs> I, I don't think it would. I don't think it's going to get any bigger than what it uh, would already be. But anyway, anyway that's uh, Geelong travelling along all right, and uh, everyone's written off the Tigers now. I think it's a little bit early. Um, they, they need men back. Yeah. I. And they won't get it this week. So. I
1: I still would be shocked if they missed out on finals. Yeah. Uh, I would not be shocked if they did make the grand final. Yeah, but
0: I think they're shooting for an eighth or a seventh. Not a top four. But, I mean, the
1: way the season goes now, if you can get into the final series with a decent clean sheet, uh, you're doing okay. If you're limping in, like if the Tigers list currently was, uh, you know, the prelim game, then they'd be fucked.
0: Uh, Carlton and Brisbane Lions at Marvel Stadium on Saturday. And the old uh, sack the coach, get a new one in, uh, rises again. Um, I think somebody did stats on this as well. It happens 45% of the time you sack the coach, you win you next week. But it always feels like more. Because um, you just, uh, you, you uh, notice it when it happens?
1: Well, I guess it, that wouldn't be strictly the regular season, though, would it? There'd be some coaches who finish up and then it's like, yeah, no, don't come next year.
0: And they I, lose round no, one. No, no, no. sack coaches rather than round one. Yeah. That's the, the way it was done. They showed the the table and everything. Yeah. But still, 48. Um 48%. It's, it's, it's I mean, tight. Carlton would
1: love a 48% win percentage.
0: Yeah, of course I would. So
1: in that case, sack a coach every week. Fuck but it.
0: But look, there's nothing else I want to talk about in this game besides Patrick Cripps. Um, that is maybe the best game I've seen from a player this year. Um, absolutely ridiculous it was. Um, he kicked four goals and, and maybe could have had a few more if he wanted to. But it, it was... I thought last week that people were talking him up a little bit too early. This was Chris Judd-like um, in his heyday. Oh,
1: to be honest, I think he was even more imposing. Um, I mean, John had a great career, don't get me wrong, yeah, yeah. but this was just a dismemberment of a team when he had fuck all around him to help.
0: And everybody knew it was going to happen. You could see it happening, and there was nothing the Brisbane Lions could do about it. Well, they've got a great midfield themselves. Gun midfielders, yeah. Um,
1: but they don't have a tagger. Not not really.
0: Um Not anyone to, um, you know, really hamper um, Krups. Yeah, mind you,
1: you're coming in to play Carlton. You wouldn't think,
0: should we have a tag? Uh, Maybe you fucking should have. But everything went right for Carlton as well. I mean, um, even um, Big Casbolt down back was a a tower of strength. Wiedering played probably his best game. Um, He he made a lot of good decisions down back. Uh, The Kurnow boys were both brilliant. I mean, everything that went right for him did.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it's just your day. And uh, Teague's looking pretty good right about now. He's feeling pretty, uh, pretty handy.
0: It sounded great too in the um, post-game uh, press conferences and stuff like that. He's yeah. very um, keeping things very simple for them, and, and I think that's probably the right idea. Hmm. Um, Bolton might have been a little bit too uh, finessed, hmm. maybe. I mean, that's what we're, we're hearing from the outside. But they just said, "Look, let's just play natural. Let's just go out there and you know keep things simple." Kick it down the line, get a couple of blokes front and centre, and then we'll work from there. Why not? You've got a couple of bloody monsters in their side. And, yeah. Um, and then you've got Paddy Cripps who can, you know, go find his own ball and do what he likes with it.
1: Well, yeah. And, uh, look, every time will have Paddy Cripps on them. It, the funny thing is, he seems happy to stay at
0: Carlton. Well, of course. He he loves recycling, that's why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. He probably is making quite a bit of that busy money. But... Um no, I, I think this was just a, a great come together. I don't think it's going to happen very often during the regular season. The rest oh, of the season,
0: yeah, I reckon they might have another couple of weeks of grace. Before-
1: They've got the Bulldogs uh, next week, I think. This week, yeah. Um, they already
0: have one win over, of course. Yeah, I'll chat about that in a bit.
1: But, uh, well, I mean, Carlton on the weekend, best Carlton I've seen in... Years. Yeah, a long time. 15 years, maybe?
0: <laughs> maybe not that, maybe not that long time. They did beat uh, Richmond in a final, you know, within the last 10. But anyway.
1: Not um, not in this dominant fashion. <laughs>
0: um, no, it was, it was uh, almost sad to see Carlton actually enjoying it. When it got down towards the final quarter and I thought, oh, you know what, Brisbane are going to steal this. Um, I did like that it would hurt Carlton more <laughs> because they had a chance, you know. But no, Paddy Cripps was just too big and uh, Brisbane didn't have an answer for him. Um, and you got to say the, uh, the tagging job that... Um, uh, Kurnow. Ed Curnow did was brilliant as well when they needed
1: it. Yeah, one of the few guys has been able to stop Lockie Neal or at least, you know, or oh, curtail. No,
0: he, he had 20-odd touches I think in the first half. And yeah, but went, he was averaging you know, like, 70. Yeah, <laughs> just about. They thought, we need to stop this somehow. Let's send him. And it worked. Um, and they also kept uh, Dane Zorko really, really quiet as well which um, limits their options out of the midfield. Mm. Goes a long way to winning the game for him. Oh, fair play. Um, On to the Suns and North Melbourne. Um, I thought the Suns showed a bit of gumption, but uh, I don't know. Um, Yeah, once North kicking very straight in the first quarter, it was, okay, that's enough, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, North uh, put the game pretty much to bed in the first quarter. Suns got into it a little bit, but North always had a little bit to answer with. And to be honest, their second half uh, that North played was pretty ordinary. But, you know, the... The boot was... The, the shoes were off. He was in the rack.
0: Well, actually, if you wipe the scores at quarter time, the Suns win. But, yeah. I mean, obviously you don't because you know, they're dominant in the first uh, first quarter.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, if there's anything to come out of that, it was that uh, most of the damage was done after um, Higgins had his injury. Well, he was real early. Second quarter? Uh, first quarter. I first, think. first, first, was five first minutes.
0: quarter. Yeah, it was really, really early. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Um, and not much in it either, really. No, I think it's just one of those things. Like, uh, just...
1: You know, wear and tear of a a bloke in, I think he's 31 now, 30. Um, Plays, you know, not inside, but he plays uh, where he's copping hits quite a lot.
0: Yeah, I've got to say, he might not get hits getting the ball, but he's certainly, you know, uh, getting hit after he gets rid of it sometimes. (laughs) Uh,
1: You know, that's how you play a player like that. You rough him up as much as possible.
0: Exactly, nothing wrong.
1: Because you're not going to rough Cunnington up. Um, And yeah, just one of those bumps, like... Just happened to happen. And then, um, Zebel copped a head knock and had a concussion test too. Yeah. But he still had a bloody good game for his, um, 200.
0: I was going to say it was one of his, uh, better games of the year as well. Um, I think the idea of moving him out of the goal square and into the middle a little bit more, it suits his natural game much better.
1: I think it suits the team too because having him in the forward pocket, you can't, you can't lead the team from there. Yeah. Um, you can have some great moments. No, no, um, Worries he's there. But his best uh, contribution to the team is leadership. When the team's like, fuck, fuck, this could happen, and he's like, lads, just sell the fuck down. Yeah. I got this shit. Um,
0: and he's got a big boot on him too. I mean, when, oh, you, I what. when you're marking the ball from 30 out, it's almost a waste.
1: Yeah. Um, but I, I thought he was really good. And Cam Zerha, again, uh, had some great rundown tackles and his field kicking was perfect. Um, North's needed an inside 50 kicker who doesn't just... Bang it long. Yeah. And even though he's uh, kicked a few goals, when he's uh, on the boundary line, rather than snapping it from 45 out, he's, he's looking for someone. Yeah,
0: starting to centre it up a little
1: bit. And um, someone who's at a
0: 90-degree angle to where he's running. Yeah, his he, last three weeks have been really, really good. Yeah. Um, uh, also good for the North was uh, Taryn Thomas, who picks up his rising star knot. Yeah,
1: third not rising star knot for the team, which is pretty good.
0: Yeah, you do feel like this is a little bit of a cumulative... Um, nomination, you know, sort of, he's been good over a few weeks, and you know what, now's your time.
1: Yeah, I, he had a, a fantastic first quarter, and then was, you know, bobbed up a little bit throughout the game. Like the rest of the team. Yeah, but, um, you yeah, know, to be honest, I'm not sure who else was left, really, in yeah. eligibility factor that mattered. It's, it's
0: it's halfway through the season, it's getting towards that a little bit. It's like, well, this guy, it might not have been his best week, but he needs one. Yeah, um,
1: he, I mean, um, Gold Coast had a few out there running that are highly touted, but... Didn't really do much, to be honest. So no,
0: well, and guys like King are still young. You know, you have a look at him; he looks like he's about fifteen kilos off when he will be peak.
1: Yeah,
0: um, but yeah, you know, there's plenty of upside there, and obviously the other King down at Saints as well. Um, I thought Harbrow was uh, the best for the Gold Coast, though. Yeah, um, he shows a lot of um, footy sense, especially down back when he gets the ball. He's happy to run that, you know, five or six meters before he decides where he's going to go with it, um, and looked looked very comfortable with it. Um, but yeah, it was, the uh, game was done by quarter time and it looked like it. Yeah. And which
1: North really needed percentage. So putting the foot on the throat would have been a much, much better option.
0: Looking at percentages, are we?
1: Well, sack a got- coach and make finals. Well, I mean, it's, it's fucking at that weird stage though. If North win against GWS, then you got, you got to look at finals. Yeah. Yeah. You sh- you but should. do you want to make fun fi- or limp into finals and get bailed out in the first round? Again and again.
0: Well, I'm going to say yes because I'd rather finish eighth than 12th. You know what I mean? Um, eighth, you play one final, you get finals experience into your players. Yeah, that, no, that's true. So you drop four places in the draft. Who gives a shit?
1: I think nine to 13th is the dead zone, though. Like, yeah, maybe. You don't want to finish. Finishing ninth is the worst spot to finish in the entire league because at least a wooden spoon, you get the number one you're draft academy. Yeah. Unless you're Carlton, in which case you're probably given that away. Um, but ninth. You're only slightly better off than a team that had a chance at the premiership. Yeah, in a way that doesn't really matter, mind yeah. you. The thirteenth draft pick was Pat Cripps a couple of years back. So
0: i going to say you can always draft smart. You can always uh, develop players. You know, if you get a. Uh, a bloke in the pick 40s and you turn him into a star, well, that's, that's the name of the yeah, game. Yeah, which does it. happen. You've got to back your own scouts and back your own development.
1: Yeah. I mean, one good thing is that uh, North's effort wasn't great. It was good enough to win, but it yeah. wasn't fantastic. Uh, so everyone's moved on to say, well, what's strong am I doing? <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> like, uh, give, if, give another look at Reshaw this week and then say, you know what, maybe we're all right where we are. Well,
1: I think they've, they've got their due diligence to do. They're talking yeah. to according to Rumour, talking to Jade Rawlings, Brady Rawlings, uh, Alistair Clarkson, John Longmire, Adam Simpson. Paul Roos. Um, I I haven't heard Paul Roos yet. You've probably got a phone call. Give it a minute. Send him a text. Um, And there was one more I've forgotten. Um, who's probably not going to get the job anyway. Yeah. Um, Or Risha, obviously. Uh, I think their dream team would be bring John Longmire in as head coach. He's already worked with Shaw. Shaw was sort of the uh, heir apparent give him a a five-year contract to Longmire and then he can fuck off. Um, I'm yet to see... I I guess Ruse to Longmire worked as that transition coach. Ruse to... um, uh, What's his face? at Melbourne, hasn't Yeah. Goodwin. Um, Goodwin. Yeah, Simon Goodwin. And we all know about the Malthouse
0: uh, (laughs) transition. Yeah, well, it it took a while, but it's come to fruition now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, depending on... Who you ask? I guess yeah. Maltow still thinks it was the worst thing to ever happen, and Carlton, uh, 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 Carlton. Carlton. it was worse than as well. <laughs> uh, and Collingwood are both cursed for all eternity. Um, but yeah, I mean, Richshaw's shown quite a lot of talent, and North are going to be getting rid of a few more coaches as well. Yeah, so, I mean, so
0: it's not just about a head coach for North; it is about putting um, the whole back office in, into order. Yeah, um, and, and I think there's a little bit of that, of that with Carlton as well.
1: Well, I mean, the other other thing is they're talking to Brady Rawlings. doesn't really mean they're bringing him in as a head coach. It could, yeah. He's list manager currently under Adam Simpson at West Coast. Been a pretty damn good list manager, if we're being honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, coming off a flag, so you you're doing all right. Um, can't do much better than that either.
1: And then the other one that's been curveball thrown around with no source who knows anything is that uh, they won't get James Hurt as a midfield coach. Um, it's not silly. I really like it. I mean, look, for a start, North don't have the budget for him to order fucking drugs from yeah. China. Uh, you get some weird tie, whatever. So, you know, he can't get any trouble with,
0: without a company card. And secondly, he knows his footy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it is all of coaching that they need. Um, and that's obviously what they're looking at. Yeah, coaching systems. Yeah. All right, on to Adelaide and GWS. Um, geez, GWS are a tough side to pick. Um, because at one stage I think okay they're a bit flat track bullies you know they'll they'll thump the sides below them and um,
1: also at home, they're five and zero at home I think
0: uh, no Frio beat them um, but at the same time they beat Geelong down in Geelong so mm. I just I think that the when Plan A doesn't go very well or you know, one cog in the chain isn't working they really can fall in a heap it's not so much that they play badly in this one because, I mean, with six minutes to go, they still had a chance to win. Mm. But they just didn't seem to flow at all. Um,
1: well, I felt like Adelaide outworked them.
0: Yes, yeah. Every time the ball went to ground, you feel like Adelaide were the first two players there. Mm. Um, and obviously their defence um, stopped them from running through the guts and uh, they had to go very slow, which wasn't the style they wanted to do. Yeah, I, I, I think at least...
1: Uh a heavy portion of this win was made in the coach's box. Yeah,
0: you're giving it to um, uh, Don Pike, are
1: you? I am. I, I, he needs a bit of a bump up, let's be honest. Yeah. Hasn't been the best season or two for him. Um, but it seems like he identified their game plan, was able to strangle it, yeah. and uh, had some really
0: nice counterattack launches. Well, it's happened a couple of times with the Giants now that they've been strangled and, um, you know, sort of stopped the shark from moving and it can't breathe anymore, um, that type of thing. Yeah, and the, the funny thing is they've got quality talent. Uh, no one
1: is, is ever going to – if um, Kelly, uh, those guys wander into anyone's club room and yeah. say, you've got a spot, you'd make one. Yeah. But they don't have that um, put the game on your own back, Crip style. I
0: think, layer. yeah, it's been the criticism of them. For They've got the last... silky skills. They yeah. don't have that. Where's the system? Bulldozer. Yeah. Well, I mean, they try to get Mumford back. And I think the ruck is one place where they were in a little bit of trouble in this one. Because Mummy's a great physical presence, but he's not a presence around the ground.
1: No, he's uh, pretty keen on the uh, snags and lumbering. Yeah. Lumbering is perfectly for him. Which he needs to be able to physically protect some of their, their young, skillful players. Yeah. But he can't.
0: Um, and Jeremy Cameron hasn't really threatened a um, forward like you would have hoped, um, especially in this one. I think he was very well held. He only kicked the one goal, um, but he didn't have much of the ball at all, um, especially early on when uh, when it was needed. But in the last five minutes, uh, when the game was on the line, the Crows just went into full um, full force mode and kicked uh, half their goals in the last quarter, including another Eddie bets from the pocket. It's just a 80 bets goal from the pocket. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually, that was one of the better ones, though. And- you have to line them all up because <laughs> yeah. um, they're all spectacular. But that one, you know, tapping it in, being the only bloke who was playing the ball, not the whistle. Uh, playing the whistle, yeah. not the uh, whatever they thought it. And was playing the ball too. Um, and just bread and butter for
0: the lad. Yeah, you, never even looked up. You know, he knew exactly what he was doing. Do they you know. charge extra in that pocket? Uh, well, actually, the other pocket is the Eddie Betts pocket on the, uh, this end, but on the other side. But um, this is the same pocket where he kicked goal of the year against the Giants uh, two years ago, so. Yeah, yeah, he's had a happy hunting ground, but when he kicked it, I think it might have been the last goal of the day, too. When he kicked it, I just went, Yeah, it's another one. <laughs> yeah. It's just that's uh, just what he does.
1: Yeah, I was watching it and just I think I, um, you know, just put my drink down and like fuck off, yeah, yeah, nah, don't worry. again. It's kind of it shows his talent that he's done it oh, 20, 30, 40 times, I don't know, yeah, and you're still enthralled every single time. Yeah, it's.
0: Wearing off on me. It's getting boring. <laughs> um, it's like seeing Steph Curry hit a three-pointer from the um, center circle. It's like, yeah, we've seen it before. Um, all right, on to Swans and the Eagles. and This was a fascinating game. Um, the Swans were just all over them from the get-go, um, and you had a feeling it was going to be their night. Um, but, and then they just slowly just ground the Eagles into the, into the ground. Um, but they had winners everywhere. And uh, Jesus Christ, it looks like Buddy's back.
1: Well, let, let's see in the next couple of weeks because he's, uh, he's threatened. but He's well, um, kicked five in this
0: one. and yeah, five, four. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which means at least nine shots on goal. It may have been more. Um, but that last one, especially after the last siren, yeah. it, it was a beautiful theatre, I thought. The camera was in the perfect spot as well. Um, it's just uh, vintage for him. He's coming yeah. up. I think he's got a uh, game on 300 in about two or three weeks. So uh, that'll be ex- an exciting time.
1: Yeah. Crazy part for me is just how much of the ball Sydney had. Like only four players in uh, West Coast had over twenty possessions, whereas it was f- like fourteen for uh, Sydney. Yeah. Um, and young Ryan Clark, recycled player there, he's making a big name for himself as a tagger.
0: Done very very well. Um, he, he's having a blinder, to be honest. Um, I thought Luke Parker was uh, back to some of his best as well, um, especially taking those. Um Pack marks across the back line. He usually does it up forward, but he took some really great ones floating across the, the front of the pack. Um geez, he's a hard nut. And uh, yeah. with that uh, star-studded midfield that they've had up there for the last 10 years, he's almost um, been under the radar a bit uh, on a few of them. But, um, no, he's an absolute superstar. and I'm glad to see he's back. And young Hewitt, too,
1: um, actually managed to get seven clearances, which was game high. He's been super handy, a bit under the radar, a little bit.
0: Yeah, again, uh, just a workhorse, um, not doing anything flash really, but just doing his job. Yeah, uh, and you like to see it. Oh, absolutely! I don't mind the uh, the workhorse players. Get him in. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, and you've got to say, uh, Papley kicking five, it's not a bad little effort. When you've got two blokes up forward kicking five goals each, the big and the small, Jesus gives you a lot of options. And it, and it really made uh, the West Coast have to rethink what they were doing. Because, mm. you know, they had McGovern on Buddy for a bit um, and that just wasn't working out. So they had to switch over to Schofield. And um, again, he, he was, you know, too um, menacing for, uh, for uh, McGovern because McGovern likes to play off. Mm. Um, and then he's just too quick and too big for Schofield. But... Uh, both of them tried their best. It was just, it was not their day.
1: No, and when he is able to turn back the clock a bit, not many players no, can stop him. No. Uh,
0: and no single player can stop him. No, exactly. You need a system and everyone's got to be aware. Yeah, And that's when Papley pops up for five goals, mm. um, which I think is his career high. Yeah. Um,
1: I thought Gaff had a really good match, to be honest. He managed to get uh, quite a few touches and he earned quite a few himself too. He's probably West Coast best.
0: Probably, but... Um, yeah, I wasn't overly impressed with him because I thought a lot of the times he was, he was you know, handball receives around the back. Um, not that they were difficult possessions. I mean, okay, you well, want your distributors. But then he sort of, he'd get the ball, and then he'd stand there and go, there's nothing to kick to. Well,
1: almost half of his were contested possessions. So he was earning his own as well. Um, he got 12 out of 28, so a little bit less than half. Yeah. But um, only one tackle, so maybe was part yeah, of it was bruise-free. Yeah,
0: did feel a little bit bruise-free to me. I'm, I'm not doubting there were those contested possessions, but a lot of those too are, you know, when they're in at the contest and uh, it's handball, 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 you know, and they count them as contested possessions. But um, yeah. anyway, that's the way it goes. Isaac
1: Heaney had almost as much and had three more tackles, so you know, maybe yeah. he had a better game. But, you know, West yeah. Coast didn't have many winners, and well, he'd be I one of them.
0: think that they, West Coast have lost three games now or four. Um, and all of them by forty points um, or thereabouts, so when it goes wrong for them, it really goes wrong, yeah, well, but they do have you know a, a run in them um, when it comes to the f- comes to finals times, and they 'll get an emotional boost when Nick Nat comes back, um, and I think that 's within the next month, yeah, but
1: also the longest plane trip in the business yeah, uh, Well, deal. except for you know China,
0: yeah whatever, half of them are flying business class, they stay in nice hotels well, they'll
1: probably fucking have to they <laughs> yeah. wouldn
0: 't fit in. Economy. Actually, I think it's only about six of them get to fly in business. But yeah, stay in five-star How do they decide that? Is it just height? the tall? It's just yeah, the height. It has to be. It might be the five tallest and the captain. But the captain didn't play in this one. I don't know if he made the trip. So. Do
1: you reckon Dom Sheed goes, fuck that, I want us a flag, yeah. I get to go in business? Yeah,
0: remember what happened, guys? This one. Yeah,
1: yeah you can get behind me. Anyway.
0: All right, uh, it was a uh, best winner of Swans for the year, by far. Um, On to Monday, the, the big slide. Um, this is the big freeze, number five. Yeah, and Danaher is still, you know, out there pumping him up and giving his speeches. And they did say in the broadcast that um, I think the average from diagnosis to death is like twenty six months or something like that. He's kicked that in the ass. And he's going on five years. Now I'm not saying he's faking, but geez, mate. <laughs>
1: he's probably getting the best possible treatment. Cause if you're, <laughs> if you're murder and disease people, you're like, we need to keep this guy out there. Cause he's earning us the cash. <laughs> Fucking do whatever you can, if we need a weekend at Bernie's, this bloke, we're gonna.
0: Well, famously he had uh, three brothers that played. So you reckon they might be subbing him in. <laughs> you
1: know? Just making him up.
0: Yeah. Why not? You know, keep the, keep the money rolling. Um, it is silly, like it is only just a little slide into a pool that has a little bit of ice in it. Um, but you go, all right, I'm going to watch it. Just see what happens. Um, that uh, everybody watches it now. Uh, yeah. Some dickheads sliding in, into a pool. And
1: they're all getting dressed up now, which is kind well, of. Wow,
0: yeah, the costumes. Yep. And wild. You have to say, Nick Rewalt fucking killed it.
1: I didn't recognize him initially. It wasn't no. until he uh, made a facial expression I could realize with the eyes. Yeah. And because I was watching with the sound off, because I can't remember why I was trying to get the yeah. lad to sleep or some shit. And I was like, Holy
0: fuck! It's Nick Revolt. Well, I was watching it on uh, on the Fox uh, feed, and they had uh, Jack Revolt on there, and they were talking up Nick. They said he doesn't want to do this unless he can be the centre of attention. You know, he wants everyone to be talking about him, and they were really talking him up. They said yeah, he's got a big effort, and then he came out and I went, "Oh no, he's nailed it. He's <laughs> fucking nailed this. He's absolutely murdered it." Um, and on the other end of the scale, Cyril just grabbed whatever he had in his wardrobe and walked out. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> he went as a FIFO, which was very accurate. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure what Lauren Jackson was, but. Um,
0: uh, she was Wonder Woman in an Australian singlet.
1: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, probably hard to find costume to <laughs> <in> her size. <laughs>
0: Female, six foot eight. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that how tall she is? Oh, I'm guessing. Unless she's fucking tall. tall. Yeah, it might be like six, 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 five. I don't know. But anyway, she was a, a real bundle of personality, too, she was. But anyway. Yeah. All right, on to the game, though. Uh, in the first minute, when uh, Gorn missed the handball to Oliver. Yeah, uh, went to I think Trelaw, uh, down to um, Stevenson who missed the goal, but in that first minute I just went nah, it's not going to happen for Melbourne today.
1: No, Melbourne had to outwork them and everything had to work for them. Yeah, they and didn't either.
0: The only thing that worked for them was Collingwood couldn't kick straight in the first fifteen minutes because if they did, this game was eight goals to nothing.
1: Well, it's frustrating for me, um, and I quite like Melbourne as a team. There's a lot of likable players on their squad. They didn't turn up. Like This is their grand final. This is their main marquee match for the year. And that was
0: piss poor. I think the effort was there. They had effort. They just had no polish whatsoever. They were terrible, except for Maxi Gorn. Max Gorn was nearly best on ground. Um, But if you pick the best 15 players, um, he was the only one from Melbourne.
1: Yeah, what's a ruckman doing truck at goals? man! bastard.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, besides that. But, you know, it was, uh, one of the best matchups on the day was always going to be Grundy versus Gorn. Gorn won, um, without a doubt in my mind. Um, he was the most influential player for Melbourne, but a lot of that is, too, the, the rest of them were just fucking well, useless.
1: Yeah, 34 touches and 33 hitouts and yeah. 10 um, clearances. That's a triple double that doesn't happen very often. No. I,
0: I, there would not be many ruckmen that have 10 clearances in a game all year. Uh, know. Never mind the other stats; just that one alone. Mm. Um, and very few
1: have over thirty touches. Yeah,
0: um, Stevens, uh, he, Stevenson. Sorry, he could have kicked um, eight or nine goals if he was uh, had his kicking boots on. But I think he was one goal four at one stage, and a couple that didn't make the distance. Um, God damn, he, he could be anything. Fucking hate it. Yeah, he, he's going to be so damn good. But, you know, it was, it was frustrating watching this. I can't imagine being a Melbourne supporter and having to watch this week in and week out. But And especially, you know, they lost Frost in the first five minutes when he had a head clash with Salem as well. Yeah. So that doesn't help. Um,
1: Petraca got a bit of the ball and earned a fair bit too, but I didn't feel like he had much influence.
0: I'm with you. I don't know if he uses it all that well. I think sometimes he tries to do too much with it.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's been the way all season, to be honest. He, I'm trying to think of his best game this year, and I haven't watched every Melbourne it's game, hard. but I can't think of one where I'm like, fuck, he's broken out. He always it seems like he's dealing with that weight of expectation.
0: Yeah, well, it feels like the whole side is. I mean, mm. and there were a couple of actually, there were a couple of other good points for Melbourne. I, I thought uh, Lever's first game back in 12 months. Um, yeah, all right, he burnt the ball once or twice. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and I thought May looked good um, as well. Yeah, I thought he was getting himself in good positions, um, but there was far too much of the ball, and Stevens was just too fast for anybody. Yeah, there, there was, anyway.
1: a, was a story coming out that um, Melbourne's looking at Alex Keith from Adelaide, um, which is a weird one. I mean, it's just copy paste from last year, yeah,
0: or year before, a little bit, yeah. But you know, um sure they're looking at lots of players, but if you're Alex Keith right now, you've just had a breakout year, um, Melbourne doesn't look that enticing, does it? Not terribly. Twelve months ago it might have. But right now you go, oh, really? Oh, I'll have to think about it. I'm not saying you'd say no. Yeah. But you'd think about it.
1: Um Mason Cox did fuck all in this match, really.
0: Ah, he's the first game back for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a big lad. Um, I thought Ben Reid, in the weeks that Mason Cox had been absent, had been really good and deserved to keep his spot. Um, So I don't know. Mason's probably got one or two weeks, I reckon, before they go, you know what, (sighs) maybe Ben Reid was the right choice. Yeah. And they might switch it back.
1: On the flip side, McDonald had a worse game. (laughs) Well, you know. Got a little bit more of the ball, but did fuck all with it. Yeah. Uh,
0: But, I mean, that's the story for Melbourne. They just... There's no class. Um, I I just... yeah. the finesse is just not there. I the feel touch. Like there
1: should be, though. Like, well, of um, course there should be. Garlett, he's traditionally supposed to be a bit of a classy player, but not
0: so much this game. Yeah, and he struggled to get the ball as well because he wants it out the back all the time. Yeah. Um, just a bit difficult for him.
1: And like, was it Harms, Salem, um, Brayshaw, they're normally and decent with the ball.
0: I've liked Harms' season, to be honest. Mm. Um, I mean, he wasn't brilliant in this game, but he had his moments. Uh, but I have seen him play some really good footy this year. Um, and showing a lot of dash. He's been one of the most improved uh, players for Melbourne, when not many of them have improved.
1: Yeah, I, I really like Viney as the player, but he's not having a great season. He's
0: not having a great season. Not since he's had all those injury worries, you know, the last uh, sort of yeah. 18 months.
1: Not since Ben Cunnington gave him a liver punch. <laughs> That's
0: how you you claiming it on.
1: Hey, he fucking stayed down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, or the Sydney stack bump that f- fucked him up a couple of weeks ago. Jeez,
1: he has a rough season. Maybe i that. <laughs> you know, starting to regret it now. Yeah, I don't think I could take those two hits. No.
0: All right. Let's go into round 13 very quickly. Uh, this oh, is, I've
1: got a, I've got a bit of research.
0: Oh, I've done. Jesus Christ. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, there's been a, a big push recently. Uh, scoring. Scoring has been, um, the conversation of the past few years
0: You're on its way down. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, so I thought I'd investigate that a little bit. Um, 100 point games yep all time low or at least in the modern game Yep. Um, that's
0: a single team scoring 100 points you mean
1: and both teams scoring 100 points too is on the way down so I did a bit of a uh, bit of mathing, bit of uh, looking at the old old stats yep um, in 2016 uh, 2019 sorry so far you know up, up to this round there's been a total of 39 times a team has scored over a 100 points right. Uh, And the peak was in round five when six teams did. There you go. Uh, And that was also the only time where two teams in the same game have scored hundred
0: this year. Um, And I I think that might have been this year or last year Um, when both teams score over a hundred, it is with 99% accuracy, a fucking bottler of a game.
1: Yeah. So that's only happened once this season so far. And at this stage of the season in the last um, four years, It's happened, um, well, there's been 59 59, um, total over 100-point games up to round 12 in 2018, 71 in 2017, 80 in 2016, and 65 in 2015.
0: So nearly half. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's fucking massive. Uh, And both teams got to 100. Only twice in 2018, four times in 2017, eight times in 2016 and 3 in
0: 2015. Fucking piling it on in 2016.
1: Yeah, so 2016 was the big year. Um, and for the whole year, that goes up to 8 for 2018, 7 for 2017, 11 for 2016, and 7 for 2015. So some of them were slow starters, but it's been on a, a downward scale of the over 100. Uh, and so with finals, that's been dropping down as well. Yeah. Obviously, we don't have finals this year. but Not yet, no. Not yet. But um, so it's absolutely whatever they're trying to do to increase scoring has had a net opposite effect. And it seems like you'd have to look at a few things. The 666 would be one of them, but maybe it's the, um, the fewer interchanges as well. I don't
0: know. I don't know. Well, I mean, all the, um, changes they've made in the last three years, you can see clearly scoring hasn't gone up. And I think a lot of that is because any changes they make, the coaches then change their tactics accordingly. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of them go, all right, well, defense We'll hold on the ball. We're not going to waste it. Um, the only way to increase scoring is to incentivize scoring. And that could be one way is remove percentage. Just make it points four, And people will say, well, you know, that goes, you know, it favors teams that play at Marvel because they don't play in the wet. They are already favored because they don't play in the wet. It already happens. Um, You incentivize scoring. Um, That's the only way it's going to happen. But it, it, won't because you know they don't like that kind of change. They would much rather change rules and add zones and all that kind of bullshit because it, it makes a bigger um, impact and you know yeah. they can justify another fucking six consultants to go.
1: Well, I think we can put a line through six 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 as a story. That it does nothing. Does nothing. Has not helped. Um, they thought it would stop the stack the deep fence. Yep. Um,
0: all it does is delay
1: it. Just means they run. Uh, players are pretty good at that. Yep. So look. I think you just need to. I don't think you need to change it halfway through the season.
0: Removing runners, that's helped, hasn't it? Really? Well,
1: um, I like the theory of it to say it, it on it's field leadership matters more. Yeah. Uh, the practicality of it probably hasn't been uh, weighed out. So I don't know. Maybe solutions have more runs.
0: Well, it okay. means that they got get to hold up signs on the side of the field, and we get to guess what all those signs mean. Yeah, that's a fun part.
1: Yeah. Um, mind you. AFL's having a bit of a rough run. Score review <laughs> has been not that great. Um, fantastic. And then you've got... Now they're trying to bring in the uh, rotational umpiring. Yep. Which, in one way, I don't mind. Because the problem we have at the moment is that you get inconsistency on each end of the ground. Yeah. So,
0: so if Razor
1: is calling in the backs every time down one end and the other bloke's not down the other end, yeah. then you end up with a three-goal advantage to one side. <laughs> uh, and it switches. But this way you don't know what's going to be called moment to moment. Yeah. So until all the umpires have a consistent way of calling and part of its rule book, but part of its personal interpretation too.
0: Yeah. And part of it's the human element as well.
1: Oh, look, there's always going to be, I don't think we're ever going to get to a point obviously yeah. where we can, uh, go to action replay all the damn time, but uh, consistency matters. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's get on to round 13. Um, the second of the three uh, six game rounds Starting off on Thursday night Back to Thursday night footy I've missed it uh, Crows and Richmond And uh, like we said at the top Richmond have got a few outs Including Cotchen
1: Yeah and it's in Adelaide as well yeah, so They're going to struggle Yeah I'm on Crows And I think it'll be big
0: it will be three wins in a row for, for the Crows I think and it's three it's
1: percentage boost I think it'll be
0: 50 points uh, Three losses in a row for Richmond If that happens Bombers and Hawthorne At Marvel Stadium
1: Loser doesn't play finals that's, uh, uh, I think
0: both teams don't play finals, to be honest. Well,
1: loser gives up on finals and yeah. starts tanking. How's that?
0: Yep, that sounds all right. <laughs> I'm happy with that.
1: Um, this is one of the so unpredictable ones, though. I mean, it could literally, either team could win any given quarter.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I, if it was at the MCG, I'd feel confident tipping Hawthorne. At Marvel, I'm not. I don't think, uh, off the top of my head, if Hawthorne's had a win at Marvel Stadium this year, pretty sure we haven't. No. Um, so, I thought Essendon, I think, is the uh, the 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 one to tick, tip on this one.
1: Oh, Cla- I'm, I'm actually on Hawthorne here. Um, I'm trying to think of a justification, but I just don't like Essendon.
0: <laughs> I hate Essendon. Yeah. That's why I was bad. Um, I tried to get tickets to this game, actually, and uh, level one was all sold out. Yeah, fuck
1: that.
0: Uh, the Suns and the Saints on Saturday.
1: Well, this would have been pencilled in a spoon bowl uh, at some stage. Yeah. But... Um, have to get the Saints, I guess.
0: I think you do. I think the Saints have had a bit of a um, boost off the field. Oh, no, not off the field, but um, uh, Carlisle's playing all right. Hanabry's played a, a couple of games in the reserves. Um, well, I don't think King... he's
1: coming back just yet. No, but...
0: but I think that lift at training, I yeah. think it might uh, you know, boost them up a little bit, yeah, even though the... they're not
1: playing. When the bloke who meant you didn't get a pay rise is actually back on the field.
0: Uh, they weren't getting pay rises anyway. <laughs> there was a lot of spare cap space that they had to spend somewhere. Um, so I, I think Saints comfortably in this one.
1: Yeah, I I seriously can't take Gold Coast at all.
0: Uh, Frio are hosting Port Adelaide at Optus Stadium. Now, Port have already had one win over at Optus Stadium, but the Dockers have been on fire the last couple of weeks. And Brad yeah. Hill has been in all Australian form.
1: I just don't... I don't think they can stop Fife. I don't think they can stop uh, Hill. I, I I can see how... Uh, Frio stop
0: um, Ollie Wines. Wines or Grey. Well, Wines right. might be back in this one. I reckon he, he probably will because he played in the sample two weeks ago. Dixon, I reckon they might leave him in the sample for another week because it's been so long. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it'd be very interesting what happens uh, in their uh, selection.
1: Yeah, I think also Street the Port. fact that is over there, um, yeah. got to go Frio.
0: I think you do. And I think um, this might be. Uh, the one that makes Freo play finals and uh, Port might just miss out. Um, Carlton and the Bulldogs. Um, Carlton coming off the second win of the year. Their first one was against the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs lost three in a row. It's a tough tip, isn't it?
1: It is. And I actually kind of like Carlton for this. I think they match up well. I mean, obviously they did in um, round five or whatever yeah. it was, and they're playing them again I, six I, weeks
0: later. I tipped them in round five. Um, geez, it, it's, can they play that freely again? Um it's at Marvel Stadium again, which will suit them. But I don't think Cripps is going to get off the chain well, uh, or be allowed to I from think the opening bouts.
1: I mean, that's the question. If you're Luke Beveridge, like, which three players do I have tagging him? Yeah. Um, and and, because if you do that, you've got a long way to stop him.
0: Yeah, and you want Bontempelli to, Bonte to run play his own game. He's not going to go head-to-head with Yeah, him. which is why you want Kerno
1: to just stick his finger up yeah. on ass and hold on there.
0: Hold on to his nose. Yeah. pair noses. <laughs> um, so I am tipping Carlton for the, just the third time this year. I think it's my first time tipping Carlton. <laughs> um, and finally, North and the Giants playing down in Tassie.
1: See, if this was anywhere else, I'd, it'd be GWS all day.
0: 100% agree. I think North can do it. I think they can win four in a row. Um Keep uh, Shorey's... We're um, pretty keen on four in a row. But um, in
1: Tassie, I, I think we got him. I think GWS have been... You know, they're playing uh, up in Sid- uh, Sydney and Canberra. Canberra, which is Canberra's a bit chilly, but it ain't fucking Hobart. <laughs> it ain't fucking Hobart. <laughs> 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 um,
0: if it was a night game, I think this is a lay down for, for North. <laughs> um, <laughs> Giants are favourites, but gee, I can see North winning. I really can. Without Higgins, though. Yeah. yeah
1: it makes I it actually, harder. I don't see that as... Um, such a bad thing because Higgins is kind of a predictable distributor yeah but he's the best distributor oh, he, he With, is without a doubt um, one thing about the Gold Coast game and the week before was Polak has come in as that distributor as the outside runner which yeah. is what they got him for um, Cunnington handballing to Polak is going to be as predictable as you're ever going to see Yeah, but it's still
0: going to be hard to stop yep Um and giants don't play a stopping game either. Yeah, they are the type. You know what? We'll score. We'll try and score as much as we can. See if you can score that much.
1: Be interesting to see who plays on Cameron. Um, Scotty Thompson will have Cameron <laughs> absolutely fucking ropeable within five minutes. I guarantee. Yeah, i was going to say
0: as long as Cameron starts in the goal square, Scotty will be all right because yeah. then he can, he can catch him. But after that, he's just too far too fast. And, and Tarrant's yeah. been having a good year. Now, don't get me wrong. Cameron's too fast to Tarrant as well, but not as badly as what Scotty Thompson.
1: Yeah, and Tarrant's not afraid to. Punch the ball and the back of someone's yeah. <laughs> Um
0: But then Finlayson has been the one um, who's yep. popped up that's surprised a lot of people this year. So if you have spent too much time worrying about Cameron, you've got to then switch over to Finlay.
1: I think the other reason I'm tipping North is in the last couple of weeks, North have been the far more physical side. Yep. That's how you win this. yeah. Uh, yep. GWS have more talent. Absolutely 100% of course every day is. of the week. They don't have the mongrel. Um, you no. got guys like Jasper Pittard. He is not a super talent by any means. He seems like a lovely lad. Um, a couple of interviews. seems like an absolute top bloke. But he is hungry for the ball and I guess. will scrag his way through to get it. <laughs> and if it means he's got to spoil his own player, he'll fucking do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a few times there I thought, uh, back when Brad Scott was coach, I thought he should tag Jasper Pitt on <laughs> um, Just to try and null, nullify his influence for the other team. But um, anyway. I find
1: it, it hard not to like the lad somehow.
0: I, I can see why.
1: Um so yeah, you'll have uh, Jamie McMillan might be coming back. Uh, he could be one that swaps off on a Cameron too, but with a calf complaint, I don't think you need to risk t- take it. a week. Yeah, um, especially down in Hobart because yeah, if up. you're ever going to do a, a soft tissue injury, that's, that's gonna where you're going to do it. Yeah, um, Lockie Hosey is also a chance to come in. Who is the mid-season draft? Cause he's oh, okay. Been banging it through the VFL and Paul Hearn too, which has been on the outer under Brad Scott. So he's oh, maybe a-
0: reslicing. Might, yeah. He might uh, G him up and go make him play on Heath and just, you know, just annoy the piss out of him. Maybe I can see him doing that.
1: Actually, I could see him shifting Scott Thompson over to Heath. <laughs> just,
0: Put Scott Thompson in yeah. a forward pocket. Just You're see what the happens. pocket of the scooter. Enjoy I, it, if he does it, the job's his. <laughs> All right, that'll do us. Have a good one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods